didn't take long for Jesus to be born and then turn 12. <clears throat> but um, the connection in the readings uh, is that at the end of the Samuel reading, young Samuel grew in stature and in favour with God and man. And at the end of the Gospel reading, Jesus grew in knowledge and favour with God and man. I'm not going to talk about that at all. <clears throat> what do you call today? Do you call it Boxing Day? Do you call it the day after Christmas? If you had the family for lunch, do you call it Leftovers Sunday? <laughs> we do. Uh, do you call it the second day of Christmas? And as you know, that there, there are 12 days in the Christmas season. Uh, some of you are not allowed to answer this because you were here last Wednesday when I also gave this talk. What did your true love give to you on the second day of Christmas? I've, I've gone in, back into school teacher mode. <laughs> da 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 dee da da. Two turtle doves. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in. Yeah, okay, so it's a song about a lot of birds. <clears throat> but today is in the church calendar St Stephen's Day. And uh, St Stephen is the very first Christian martyr killed for his faith in the very early years of Christian history. But being so close to Christmas Day, it means that St Stephen's Day doesn't get much coverage in Christian churches. But it was made very famous by the Christmas song, Good King, Good King Wenceslas Looked Out on the Feast of Stephen. That is today. And so it was Boxing Day when tradition has it that Good King Wenceslas did his kind deed to the poor man. There was an English hymn writer named John Mason Neal and he wrote the carol, Good Christians All Rejoice that we sang and he also translated the advent song O Come O Come Emmanuel from the Latin. In 1849 John Mason Neal published a book and it was called Deeds of Faith Stories for Children from Church History and it told legends from Christian tradition and one of the chapters told the story of St Wenceslas and his footsteps melting the snow for his page. My liege, the page boy said, I cannot go on. The wind freezes my very blood. Pray you, let us return. Seems it so much, said the king. Was not Jesus' journey from heaven a wearier and a colder way than this? Otto answered not. Follow me on still, said Wenceslas, only tread in my footsteps and you will proceed more easily. The servant knew that his master spoke not at random. He carefully looked for the footsteps of the king, set his own feet in the print of his Lord's feet. And so from today forever, you and not many others know the name of good King Wenceslas's page, Otto. If you ever want to show off to your friends, you can put that into a conversation. In 1853, John Mason Neal wrote the lyrics for Good King Wenceslas and the carol first appeared in a book in uh, 
called Carols for Christmas Tide. Now, John Mason Neal was a member of the Oxford Tractarian Movement. And that was a movement that was interested in, re in restoring ceremony and saints' days and music back into the Anglican Church. And the carol was written for the Feast of St Stephen, known as Boxing Day. And it celebrates the long tradition of charitable giving on the second day of Christmas. It's become one of the best-loved carols ever written. And how famous was it? It was performed by the Beatles. <laughs> Good King Wenceslas may be one of the most popular carols ever written, but the story behind it is bizarre and gruesome. The man we know as Good King Wenceslas was actually Wenceslas I, the Duke of Bohemia. He was also known as Vaclav the Good, and he lived from about 907 to the 28th of September, 935. And the reason that we have the exact date of his death is that he was assassinated on the order of his younger brother, appropriately named Boleslaus the Cruel. Anyone here with a younger brother, watch them carefully. Wenceslas did not come from Christian stock. His grandfather had been converted to Christianity by St Cyril and St Methodius. His mother was the daughter of a pagan chief, though she was baptised before she was married. His mother ruled as regent under, until young Wenceslas reached the age of 18. And on his birthday, 18, he banished her. What a nice young man. But to try to avoid disputes, the country of Bohemia was split in two. One half was given to Wenceslas and the other half given to his younger brother, Boleslaus. Boleslaus wasn't happy. And so in September 935, he plotted with a group of three noblemen to kill his brother. And we even know the date, the 28th of September. When Wenceslas was later made a saint, this day was made his saint's day. Wenceslas was regarded as a martyr and a saint almost immediately after his death, but he wasn't promoted from Duke of Bohemia to the King of Bohemia until the Holy Roman Emperor Otto gave him the title after his death. One 12th century preacher said this, his deeds I think you know better than I could tell you. For no one doubts that rising every night from his noble bed, with bare feet and only one chamberlain, he went around God's churches and gave alms generously to widows, to orphans, to those in prison and afflicted by every difficulty. Wenceslas's remains are in St Vitus's Cathedral in Prague and his Saints' Day is a public holiday in the Czech Republic. Good King Wenceslas. His goodness and generosity towards the poor man who was gathering winter fuel have become an example to Christian people of giving generously to those in need. When St Paul wrote to the Corinthians within a few decades of Jesus' death, St Paul initiated a collection of money 
from communities he visited to support poor, impoverished, needy Christians in Jerusalem. To the Corinthians he wrote, Now about the collection for the Lord's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of the week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up so that when I come, no collection will have to be made. And when I arrive, I will give letters of introduction to the men you approve and send them with your gift to Jerusalem. And when St John wrote his first epistle, he said, If anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? On Christmas Eve, we talked about the, the angels and their Christmas song. And their song reminds us that we can create peace on earth. Yesterday, we thought about the shepherds. And their example reminds us to share the good news of what we've been told about Jesus. The story of Good King Wenceslas reminds us that there is a very practical and generous side to the Christmas story with kindness towards those in need. As the carol says, so good Christian folk, be sure wealth or rank possessing, you who now will bless the poor shall yourselves find blessing. Uh, Would you please stand and we're going to join together in saying the creed. <clears throat> 